0: Hello, Jordan. What's going on, Michael? We missed an episode. We took a week off of the Personal Trainer podcast. Man, I don't know the last time we did that. We don't do it very often, but you know, it's the holidays, Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah. Did you have a good Christmas? I did, bro. I did. Good. Good. You get any gifts? Uh, doing my family Christmas today. I was with the in-laws and- uh, No gifts with the in-laws? Well, yeah. I mean, yes. Okay. Okay. Look, I'm 36. I'm going to be 37. I'm not thinking about receiving gifts at this point in my life. I'm very fortunate that everything I want, I have. You just got everything you could ever need. That's exactly right. Or want. Yeah. Or want. But the, the relevant talking point here is this. Do you know what this is? That, for everyone who's not watching on YouTube,
1: Michael is holding up a glass with neon yellow liquid, which looks like some type. I know it's not this. It looks like a yellow Gatorade type situation with ice in it. Mm-hmm. But
0: um trying to think. So, hang, did- real quick, you're such a good ESTP. Thinking of the audience first, people are listening, not watching. I'm just here bowling the china shop. No idea what's going on, but good. Way to rein it in on this pod. Thank you. Um, I know you just had some beet juice. So I didn't your- actually. I didn't actually didn't? have beet juice. I just, it looked like I had it on my face. It's probably From just my complexion. I don't know, yesterday? <laughs> Yesterday's workout? Right before we start recording, Mike like, do I have beet juice on my face? <laughs> it looked like I so- <laughs> did.
1: <laughs> I need some vitamin um, D. I'm falling is apart. That,
0: is that vitamin C? Is that like a, a vitamin C packet? That That's exactly right. Emergency. Wow. So it's mostly vitamin C. That's a first guess. Well done. Dude. The The talking point though is my, emerg- or my, my emergency, my immune system <laughs> is fighting for dear life. Everyone around me has the flu and- And you I'm don't. Just, well, so far- You've got an I elite think- immune system, bro. Knock on And you've wood. been around
1: everyone who's had it for like almost a
0: week now. It's safe yep. to say That's correct. you're good. A lot of positives for influenza A and a lot of people laid up on bed rest. And I am fighting for dear life. You take vitamin D. You get your vitamin D every
1: day. You get good sleep. You've got your vitamin C. I'm not a believer
0: in vitamin D supplementation. You don't take vitamin D even when you're not getting sun? I do a little bit, but I just don't think... <laughs> No, I don't. We talked about this like a month ago. I take I take it like one to two days a week. I don't think but is vitamin D supplementation. No, not that big. I don't think vitamin D supplementation does what vitamin D from the sun does. And I'm pretty, I'm like sixty percent confident <laughs> that the randomized control trials agree with me. Like the observational data around vitamin D is interesting because people who have higher vitamin D levels live healthier lives, blah, blah, blah. But those are probably – like that's association because the people who are outside, who are being active outdoors, tend to have higher vitamin D levels. Therefore, other things that they're doing lead to them being healthier. I don't think that there are – there's good data around like you know group taking vitamin D supplementation versus group not taking vitamin D supplementation. I don't actually know the science behind it. I don't my gut is that supplementing vitamin D is nowhere near as effective as getting it from the sun. I
1: I believe that I would I would say it's nowhere near as probably like comprehensive. Like there's so much more benefits that you get from being in the sun outside of just increased vitamin D levels. But I would I would postulate that the physiological benefits that come like the hormonal benefits that come from vitamin D you still get from the supplement, but you don't get all of the
0: extra benefits that you get from being in the sun. But, but the Illuminati has a big stake in big pharma (laughs) and big supplementation. And I know you're a big discount code guy. So I feel like you might just be defending (laughs) the industry. (laughs) A big discount
1: code guy, big Illuminati guy, big, big pharma guy. I'm, I'm all that stuff. Yeah. I, I actually do feel better when I take my vitamin D. That's for sure. I feel it. But
0: go on. Where are you going to go with that? For sure. Sometimes I'll take one Advil and I feel like Superman the entire day because of a well-known effect called placebo. Um, Take an Advil PM and knock you out. (laughs) (laughs) Take an Advil PM in the morning and see what you can do. Uh, (laughs) It's actually funny. I want to come back to this immune system thing. I had a friend, Brian Conley, uh, elite athlete, played pro hockey for, I don't know, 15 years or something. Um, we were on a golf trip probably two summers ago and uh, stayed up late after the first night. So only got like, I don't know, four or five hours of sleep. And then we had seven AMT times the next day. And he wakes up with a hangover, I presume, you know, who's got Advil, who's got Advil and pops a couple of Advil PMs oh, by no. accident. Oh, no. At 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah, and ended up playing like the worst round of his life. <laughs> Just when like, did he realize
1: that he took the PMs? I think immediately. Oh, I think.
0: I'm surprised yeah. he didn't
1: like make himself throw up. That's yeah, that's terrible.
0: Yeah. Um. What do you do when you are? Or do you do anything when you feel like you're about to get sick, when you're around people who are sick, do you adjust in any way? The main thing is I actually, I do start taking vitamin C because
1: it's very, very clear in the research that uh, supplementing with vitamin C and and like sort of overdoing it is like the one thing that can actually help not just prevent it, but also diminish the severity of a cold or, and also the, the duration of it as well. So, at, at, at what dosage and frequency? I just take a lot. I just take one vitamin <laughs> C. I just take one vitamin C uh, emergency packet a day. That's plenty. Like it's it's more than you need.
0: Interesting. I okay. Why? What? What do you think? Well, because it's water soluble. I go three x high dose because, mm. like, I assume that I've I go morning and then high noon and night. a, a, a oh, gram wow. Or a, th- a thousand milligrams. Um drinking a ton, like an insane amount of water Mm -hmm. helps Mm -hmm. anecdotally. And I have a, I have a theory around, and I can't believe I'm about to say this because I'm going to end up getting sick like tomorrow after, (laughs) after (laughs) saying this, but it's, it's really worked going on. Like I haven't gotten sick, sick in a couple of years. Since 2016. No. I, I mean, I, I got COVID probably two years ago, but Yeah. When when you were visiting in 2016, when you were visiting New York, I had the flu. I was very sick. There's something around the balance of sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system activation and maybe like the accumulation of time spent in a sympathetic state versus a parasympathetic state that I hypothesize based solely on intuition that the imbalance towards excess time and sympathetic state – leads to a weakening of the immune system. And so, if I feel myself on the brink of not feeling great, I ramp as much sympathetic behavior down as possible. So, I'm not training intensely. I drastically reduce caffeine intake. Uh, I fight to like clear my schedule from whatever obligations I can. And this is a luxury, right? Like no kids, work for myself, blah, blah, blah. But increase sleep quantity, like Uh, do all the right things around, um, uh, around sleep quality, basically do everything I can to shift most of my sympathetic into a parasympathetic state, which I have found, knock on wood, has worked so far. You know what's interesting about that is
1: I've noticed that when I'm in like a super, super, super stressed state, but it's because there's like a lot going on, I often won't get sick. But as soon as I let myself relax, that's when I'm like, that's when all of a sudden, poof, that's when it happens. So I wonder if like, if, if by you switching to that, a little bit earlier, you actually prevent it from coming on because if you kept going in that super stressed state, then it would eventually it would build up. And I obviously I'm using completely non scientific like it, it would build up. I don't know. I'm just fucking talking.
0: But for me, that's if what I just, we do on this podcast, Jordan. We're not. Yeah, we're push. We're the bros who are look, eighty eight percent science, twelve percent just let it rip. Okay, yeah. we can't be a hundred. A yeah. hundred percent science leads to like skinny fatness. We need to let it rip. Twelve <laughs> percent. <laughs> this is one of the best quotes ever. 100% science leads to skinny fat. <laughs> you got
1: to yeah. let it ripple. Yeah. Bit. Yeah, I think that makes sense because I know when I go long durations of time, super high stress, go, 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 go. And then I relax, then I, I get sick at that point. But mm-hmm. if I, I, maybe that's why like you just, all right, hey, you know well, what? I need to take a step back. Same.
0: I, and I noticed yeah. that over the years is when I felt like I was starting to feel not amazing. And if I just kept pushing through, Kept Mm -hmm. caffeinating, kept working, kept progressive overload, like kept all of these stressors in my life. Mm -hmm. Yes. And usually I'm with you. Like, you know, you'll have people who uh, always get sick on vacation because they. Yeah, exactly. So much leading up to the vacation to get ahead on work so that they don't Mm -hmm. have to work on vacation that when they finally turn off, boom, they get sick. Uh, Yeah. What I'm saying is. If you're in a position where you can reduce stressors earlier, that has worked going on two years for me.
1: Yeah. yeah unless like unless
0: that. I'm jinxing myself right now. We'll see. No, you're not.
1: You're triple dosing vitamin C. You're getting good sleep. We pushed the pod to today instead of doing it yesterday. That was super good. Yeah. That was smart. That was an example. That was That's what I thought you were alluding to when you said that you adjust the schedule. Mm-hmm. I- It's so ingrained in me that I didn't even realize it. But that's exactly what I did. (laughs) We had a a mentorship Q&A yesterday. It was the last one of 2023. We've been doing them two times a month for the duration of the mentorship. We're now in 2024 switching to one time a week. And uh, it it was a long one. It was like a a two-hour mentorship call Q&A. And we were scheduled to do a podcast. Afterwards, we were just like, you know what? Let's push it to tomorrow when we're fresh for the pod which I think was smart, fresh and ready to go. Bring our a games for pod number one of 2024. Yeah. So now instead of doing 90 minute Q and A's twice a month, we're going to do 60 minute Q and A's four times a month in the mentorship or, or, which or were... five, depending on the month,
0: but yeah, every single week. Oh, every week. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I just assumed every month had four weeks, but there's an occasional five weeker. yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, yes. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. Yeah, that probably didn't need to be corrected. (laughs) Or five. (laughs) The most Uh, ISTJ thing. (laughs) It really was. It really
0: was. (laughs) Completely unnecessary. Uh, What's up with you, my man? What are you sipping on? Uh, This is a little lemonade. Nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Got a little, I had some beet juice before. I had some carrot juice before. Not sugar sweetened lemonade. No, no, no. It's sugar free lemonade. I'm not just at eleven in the morning just Wait, banging can, down. Hang on.
0: <laughs> you've had you've had carrot juice, beet juice, and lemonade now so far today? Yeah, and two bottles of water. Wow. What's
1: what's the occasion? It's just fucking Friday morning. Do you have a juicer? No, I was at the grocery store and I went in the juice aisle where they had like the Knudsen juices in the glass containers and they had beet juice and carrot juice. And so I just cracked them open, had some of that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even had a
0: caffeine yet today. You're living right. Today I am. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let me ask you something. Unless you got anything interesting on your mind. Yeah. I have literally nothing interesting what what is the balance between politeness and health and and this comes from oh, let me give you an example you're visiting a grandparent who put a lot of time and effort into making this delicious blueberry pie and you know that it's kind of going to throw you off of your health goals we'll say But you obviously indulge in a slice of pie, one, because it's enjoyable, but two, to make your grandmother who worked really hard on this pie feel good, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so that's like way on one end of the spectrum of it's very obvious that in that situation you should be polite. Yeah. If you extrapolate that, let me give a fictitious example. If you extrapolate that and you live with your grandma and she Mm -hmm. makes you blueberry pie for every single meal- You're Mm -hmm. obviously not going to be polite for every single meal because then you're really sacrificing your health. Correct. Where is the line? Because for most of my life, I was socially unaware of the polite side of things and just, (laughs) you know, if I wanted to indulge in it, I would. But if I was dialed that day, oh, no, thank you. I'm okay. I don't need cookies. I don't need whatever. I wasn't thinking from the perspective of the baker. But where is the line between being polite and while where, – where is the line in between those two extremes? Yeah. Well, I think that the line – more important
1: than where the line is, I think we have to define the line. And I think the line is
0: essentially – the demarcation point is – Hang on. We're Googling that. Jordan's, Jordan's bringing big words to the podcast. Demarcation point. We need an official definition on this demarcation point is the physical point where the public switched telephone network ends that this can't be right. Uh,
1: Demarcation is uh, a dividing line.
0: Okay, good.
1: Yeah. The action of fixing the boundary or limits of something. That was good, right? I think so. Yeah, cool. The demarcation point here is the uniqueness of the occasion the the specialne- the specialness uniqueness of that occasion that's Agreed. why when you show up at your grandma's house for thanksgiving and she makes that blueberry pie you the obvious answer is you eat the fucking pie because it's a unique situation and if we're mm. looking at how many more thanksgiving's you have with your grandma like it's very mm. unique and it's very special but if you're living with your grandma and you've been living with her for years and she's making that blueberry pie every single day It's no longer unique. It's no longer Mm. special from the perspective of, well, you had it yesterday and you had it the day before yesterday and you could have it tomorrow and you have all this time with her. Whereas in the first situation, you might not have much time with her. That meal over the blueberry pie literally might be a once a year thing for the next four years. And that maybe that's it. So you've literally four more chances. Whereas if you're living with her, you could have many more opportunities. So I think the, 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 demarcation here is understanding how special is a situation to you. In, in which case, then you can say, okay, you know what? This situation really isn't that special to me. I'm okay just doing what I need to do for myself versus, you know what? This situation is very special and unique. So I'm going to go the other direction. And the only one who can say whether it's special or not or how special it is, is you. But like that, that I that, I think is the important
0: thing to figure out is how unique is the situation. That was a fantastic answer. Let me bring a, a slight amount of practical application it, let's say you are visiting your wife's family okay and and it's uh it's just like actually me I'm visiting my wife's family, yeah, like yeah like Jordan like Jordan okay yep. so it's like a two to three day trip and th- there is it, like delicious extravagant food cooked you're going to eat it yeah, absolutely. Okay, now what if it's a one month trip and there's no. delicious, extravagant? <laughs> I'm I'm going to the grocery store. Uh, I in fact,
1: I did that on a week long trip. The, the last trip that we did, it was a week long, mm-hmm. and we went to the grocery store. And uh, there were a couple instances in which I indulge, but mm-hmm. like I'm not doing it the whole fucking week. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's, that's the week. It's, it's not a whole week for me. Mm-hmm. If I will say though, if it was. Because we go to Atlanta at least once, maybe three times a year.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: when my wife and I went to Greece for our honeymoon for two weeks, mm-hmm. every single day I was indulging. Every day. But going to Greece on your honeymoon, that's such—that's a once, once in a, in a lifetime a life experience. So that's a very unique experience that we'll literally never have again. But going to Atlanta two or three times a year, is like – yeah, for the week I'm going to the grocery store and then maybe a couple of meals I'll indulge. So you can really gauge the 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 uniqueness of those experiences.
0: And then let me ask you this. And then if everyone else is eating the extravagant meal, basically every meal, are you then preparing your own food and eating alongside of them for uh whatever, five of the seven days, four of the seven days? Yeah, absolutely. Good. I like it. Yeah. But- whether it's preparing or like I'll get
1: pre-prepared stuff at the grocery store and plate it myself. Like, yeah, absolutely. And they're like, ah, wish I could be like you. Yeah, you could. I got an extra plate if you want it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can. Humans have free will. And so (laughs) God made us that way, you know? Yeah. So you could do this. Exactly. So cool. I think that's a useful, uh, thing to think about, you know, maybe it was more useful two weeks ago, but maybe it's fresh on people's mind coming off of the holiday and maybe some family time and something that can be applied to future situations. Is that what you would do? I just ate like a degenerate for two straight
1: weeks. So No, but your degenerate is different than like my degenerate. Not like you, (laughs) not
0: like you. (laughs) If anyone gets that quote, that'll be awesome. Not that like would be incredible. You. Um, yeah, that, that is the proper way to do it. I'm with you. What was your degeneracy like? Like, what
1: did you eat day to day? You because you it, don't eat past the point of fullness, you're so good with that. That's the untrue. Difference.
0: Nope, untrue. I don't eat past the point of fullness on savory cookies. Or something where I'll eat past the point of fullness, <laughs> and Christmas cookies were out in full force. You ate a lot of cookies past fullness. Yeah, I ate a lot of Christmas cookies past fullness. How big were they? They're small, but it's the you don't know how many. They're endless. <laughs> if you had to guess how many cookies you ate, how many cookies do you think you ate? It was a long trip out there for a f- couple weeks. I, I can't even put a number on it. I don't know. Over 20? What do you, I don't think you know how big they are. They're like, you know, an inch, inch and a half in diameter. Oh. <laughs> two, two inches in diameter maybe. Like that big? For everyone everyone's watching and making it. Um, yeah. Everyone listening. The white, white power sign, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way, to, way to start 2024! All right. Someone's
1: going to screenshot that. Oh, look! Yeah, George for the sure. Whiteboard.
0: Oh, that's is that the? This is not the white power sign. No, but in 2017, when the world was like uh, opening up to what woke is, that was like yeah, a yeah, yeah. like people that, were like, okay, is it? It's a white power <laughs> sign. The Nazis are using it here in America. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: and it's just like, no, I'm giving you the okay symbol. So it was like this. It was like that big. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you had more than 30? Dude, I don't – I have no idea how many cookies I had. And and by the way, it was very enjoyable. I'm very grateful for all of the cookies that were baked no, and no, no, like no. – But how many? Give me like a guess. I don't you know. A hundred? Like easy. Oh, wow. Oh. Yes. Really? Yes. And there's candy and like – I don't think you – there's 14 days in two weeks. Yeah, I'm not that much of an idiot. I know <laughs> –
1: <laughs> I know this kid was in special needs, so I don't – there's 14 days yeah, and two weeks, no. seven per week.
0: That's <laughs> – so anyway, I'm dialing in to start 2024. Had some great lifts though. I'll tell you what. If there's yeah. one thing that uh, that excess calories and carbohydrates specifically fuel, it is Pumps. And good training sessions, that's the truth that's the truth what what's your lifting routine look like? Um you have a plan for twenty twenty four No, I need to get myself in a proper headspace and make a plan uh, it's It's centered around health goals, so probably three x a week but i'm trying to I'm trying to think about how to get a little bit more frequency on a push pull leg than I'm thinking about ways to hit each muscle group more than once a week on a three X per week, push pull leg, which probably means like moving a little bit of pull upper pull onto my leg day. Uh, like there are a couple of ways that I could do it. It could be having one or two days where I do AM and PM sessions, but in the spirit of caffeine management, I don't want to be having pre-workout more than three days a week. Um, Mm. which is why I don't want to do a four X or a five X a week split. Mm. Uh, That makes sense. And increasing the zone two cardio, getting some like proper zone five cardio in the mix. Oh, wow. I, you can do that on that treadmill? No. Can I see behind you? No? no. No. Where are you doing zone five? Outside? Maybe. I actually, uh, I don't know. I haven't I haven't fully thought it through yet. Um. There's an indoor track or an outdoor track. There's no snow on the ground still that I could use, but- that's on the on the docket for 2024 wow what made you want to do some zone 5 feel way better yeah in in life like i it's it's not about the performance or even about the longevity benefits it's more about uh increased blood flow and brain health associated with some of that and i know from you know playing hockey my whole life and my youth how i felt doing a lot of You know, hockey is like 45 second sprints and you're on and off the ice. So there's doing that for whatever, 15, 12 years, 15 years. I know how I felt as a result of doing that versus not doing that. Wait. So one shift on the ice is only
1: like 45 seconds. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I thought it was going to be like four
0: minutes. Oh, wow. So the line changes every like minute. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, you'll have, you'll have a random like Chris Pronger defenseman who's playing 40 out of 60 minutes in the game, but he's mm-hmm. not sprint. He's like managing his yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for the most part. Oh, wow. Yeah. Short shifts, fresh legs. And, and you know, I, I'm not following the NHL these days, right? So I'm sure like- I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure superstars are taking like little bit longer shifts. There's obviously times where- you're trapped in your defensive zone, and you're not going to change then. Or you have a real good scoring opportunity, and your team needs a goal at that point in the game. You'll take a longer shift, whatever it is. But yeah, in general, that's what we would do: was 45 seconds, minute tops, get on and off. You know Bedard? No, you don't know Bedard? I don't. I don't follow the. There's too many games. The only sport I follow is the NFL. Otherwise, it's too big of a time commitment. Who's Bedard? I've just been getting
1: a lot of NHL in my in my feed and Bedard's just scoring goals like crazy. He's just he's just yeah. Do you know what team he plays for? Um, I think one of the Canadian teams. Okay. Let me let me check. Connor Bedard. He plays for Oh, the Blackhawks. Oh, never mind. So apparently is a Canadian professional ice hockey center. For, okay, so he's Canadian, but he plays for the Blackhawks. Oh man, this kid's 18. Yeah, dude, he's sick. Anyway, yeah, the the sprints really do, it's, it's a it's a different type of high that you get as well, like the mental, emotional high that you get from doing cardio. The zone two, I feel like is that like slow release, so you just feel better generally throughout the day. But after a, a sprint session, you feel like, let's fucking go. Like you just mm-hmm. feel like good. You it's, mm-hmm. it's a, yeah, I like that. A lot. I hate doing it, but how, how often do you want to do it? You want to do it once a week, twice a week, once every 10 days,
0: once a week, at least we'll see though. Yeah. Because I don't like, like running would be the only form that I, if I truly wanted to do a, a zone five protocol, like I'm probably good enough doing hitting the pads intensely, but if I truly wanted to do it, it'd be running, even though I don't really want to run. Mm-hmm. I like it more than any other cardio machine that I could do zone five on. Echo, echo bike,
1: assault bike. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, that's brutal too, but yeah, I would have to join a different sucks. gym to do that, which is in the cards. You could just get one, put it right next to that treadmill that you built. <laughs> I did build that treadmill. That's right. Uh, no, I don't think I'm building out a comprehensive home. I, look, if I'm building out a home gym, the echo bike is not the next thing that I'm getting. That's for certain. What would be the next thing that you get? You build a comprehensive home gym. What's your next piece I'm, of equipment? I'm not building a comprehensive home gym. And by the way, Dude, I think <laughs> we've talked about this so many times on the podcast. I, I was working out last night in, in my
1: garage and I was literally thinking, I was like, next time Mike comes here and you work out in my garage, you're going to be like, all right, I'm building a home gym. And it was just like, you're,
0: I, yeah, it's the best working out in the garage. It's the best. I do love working out. Without other people around, Um, but I'm probably going to—I'm probably just going to join a different gym. You do that like once a quarter. You (laughs) 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 got to keep them on their toes. You can't. When the gym becomes a place to socialize, that's when I know that I got an Irish exit and find a new gym. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i gotta get super drunk and then get out of the gym <laughs> that's it no an irish exit is just when you leave without saying goodbye but usually it implies drunk right that's i don't know because like you're, all, at a pub, all you're at a, pub these days. Or a bar yeah you don't drink did you drink at all during the trip no i haven't drank since august maybe never again what was august a golf trip
1: Oh, yeah. That.
0: <laughs> yeah. After that trip, you were like, dude, I'm never drinking again. <laughs> never. And I'm not. <laughs> I want to join a gym that has a cold plunge. Oh, you love that. Yeah. yeah. It's you the key. It's, be, time it's, it's, better, it's better than a calorie deficit for fat loss. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. That's a real joke. Um, I really like the cognitive upside. Uh, and that guy, Gary Brecka. No, no, no. We're not going to go down the. I was. We're kidding. We're going in on this.
1: We're going because this is. I is the guy literally said he was like he's. Th- this is where that came from. This is where he said there's nothing better than cold for like burning calories and for being. And
0: I didn't even know I was mocking anyone when I said that. I just said it as a general no, joke. Okay. But Gary Brecka, this guy, basically said that,
1: and then he he said, "Do you know that <laughs> that Michael Phelps?" Lost so much body fat because the pool that he was in when he was training for the Olympics was like this much degrees colder, and then Michael Phelps commented on the post he was like, that's not true. The pool is the exact same temperature in every single pool da da da, da, da. And the guy still hasn't retracted his statement. He's like, oh, I didn't wild. change anything he Michael Phelps literally commented he's like the, it's a standardized degree temperature in the pool,
0: and uh yeah. I, so, I know you were joking, but I just want I'm off. well, but now you put me in a position where I have to play devil's advocate uh, <laughs> we I got have to <laughs> well, we got we got an email from a guy because we talked about that clip before. I didn't know that Michael Phelps replied in that way, but we got an email from a listener who loves the podcast who was pointing out that um uh, activity like there's a difference between a cold plunge which is essentially rest in cold water compared to doing your workout in cold water that i don't know the answer i've to. never seen anyone do that i haven't do but i don't know if
1: you can do that can you do it in like freezing cold water can like could you do how would you do well, a workout well not freezing in cold <laughs>
0: look i don't know but i i don't know if there's a difference in calorie expenditure for swimmers and if four degrees is the lever, I highly doubt it. Like that doesn't seem like it'd make a huge difference, but you know, if you had someone doing it in 75 degree water versus 40 degree water, and they both had to swim whatever, three miles, is there a difference in calorie expenditure between the two? I would imagine there is.
1: Yeah. There's probably a difference because in the 40 degree water, your are probably, your muscles are probably way more tense and like you'd be way less efficient. And so with mm-hmm, le- lower mm-hmm. efficiency, you end up burning more calories. We see this with running. Like mm-hmm. the best runners in the world are super efficient. So they actually burn fewer calories than someone who's running the same distance, who's less efficient because the the less efficient you like by definition, more efficient means you use less energy. Like, right. So I'm with so you. If you're but in, it's 40 not a good thing, water and you actually, it's not performance. Yeah, correct. You, yeah. you know what you, don't put your water at 40 degrees so you become <laughs> less efficient. If you want to be less efficient, then just be less efficient with how you swim and you'll get all that calorie burn and swim like an idiot. Just don't Just don't do that. It's a
0: terrible idea. You'd be better off just swimming one extra lap. I agree. Jordan's passionate. With good technique. The reason that I am interested in a cold plunge is obviously not for body composition because- the way to have proper body composition is, as I've been saying for my whole life, it's actually not true. But simply track your nutrition. <laughs> um, <laughs> been saying it for a while, but not my whole life. Uh, the reason I'm interested—six—I've been saying this. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm interested in cold plunge <laughs> is for the mental health benefits, for the 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 post cold plunge sustained increase in dopamine is by far the number one reason. And then a very distant number two is I'm interested slightly in testing how it feels for me for recovery. And I'm not worried about what, I, like, you know, don't go in a cold plunge immediately post-workout if your goal is to maximize muscle growth, because it's going to inhibit it a little bit from the re- reduction in inflammation. Like, Cool. You're not training but, for that anymore, anyway. Yeah, I'm not training, for, although a piece of me will always be that. But <laughs> I can't imagine that doing a cold plunge 24 or like 28 hours post workout is going to have a, a, a material effect no, on muscle not. gain. No. Chris Bumstead, the Mr. Olympia, classic physique, cold plunges all the time. And that guy's got, you know, A lot of muscle, muscle? yeah. Although I I don't like using that as a because steroids a reason. (laughs) No, because we don't know if he's succeeding (laughs) in spite of the cold plunge, not because of the cold plunge. (laughs)
1: Because
0: steroids. (laughs) I love steroids. He's very open and honest about. I just don't like steroids for people. (laughs) No, I don't love steroids. I I actually really don't I'm very okay with people making their own decisions about yeah you know if they want to use anabolics as long as they're not lying about it and then monetizing it but like right yeah yeah (laughs) I love love steroids steroids. (laughs) (laughs) I do love the idea of steroids What, what do you mean just love the idea of using them and winning the <laughs> Olympia. It's it's a fun idea.
1: <laughs> just putting on slabs and slabs and slabs of muscle and having the best yeah. workouts
0: ever. Yeah. Tee through the roof. Recovering Unlimited super fast. energy, just like feeling great. Yeah. Yeah. But I honestly, I've I've I'm definitely not anti-TRT because there's an age where I think it makes sense. But It's become way too prevalent in people who take zero steps to increase their test naturally. Yeah, yeah. Like sleeping terrible, boozing, not lifting, eating like crap. And then it's like, why is my total test 220? I need to start injecting for the rest of my life. It's like, let's make the lifestyle changes first. Once we've maximized what you can do without shooting up TRT, then maybe
1: it makes sense. It's just another example of that quick fix mentality. of it's just like, oh, Mm -hmm. I could just do this, and then, Mm -hmm. and then it'll be fixed. It's like, no, it's it's not how it works. Mm -hmm. It's 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 not. And in fact, you can still shoot. Like you can still do TRT, but if you don't fix your habits, I know. I like you saying shoot. You can still shoot TRT. (laughs) Like it's (laughs) like it's heroin. (laughs) That just slipped right out of the mouth. (laughs) It's because I said it three times. Did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. you can still you can still shoot TRT. And like, (laughs) but if you're if you're (laughs) but if your habits aren't fixed, then you're fucked. Right? You know, it sort of goes back to the vitamin D conversation back at the beginning, where it's like, it's not just about the the vitamin D. It's about well, what are you doing in the sun? You're out, you're moving, you're actually getting sun, you're, you're doing things that are improving your life. It's, it's not just about the T levels. It's the things that you're doing that would improve your T levels naturally. That also make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. What's on the docket for you in 2024? Splits, dude. I want to do splits. I want to do. I'm like big on calisthenics right now. I'm a big calisthenics guy. I want to get my splits. Why? Why are you a big calisthenics guy, dude? It's just the skill
0: component. Yeah. Is like, it's yeah, yeah. Are and you, uh, would you say that? You're in like in the phase of your life you're in right now. Is it a building anticipation phase of your life? I'm always anticipating (laughs) something. No, 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 (laughs) Not are you anticipating? Are you helping others anticipate something?
1: Dude, I want to help other people get their splits too, for Mm. sure. If that's something
0: that they want to do. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm you're not going to coerce someone yeah. who doesn't want to do their splits into doing them but if someone already wanted to I can't do that you, I, why, that
1: would be a terrible idea there are enough people who want to do the splits that I don't need to
0: coerce anybody into doing it well you know? I'm you you're the one who said if they want to I was just yeah highlighting what that meant
1: yeah but I'll tell you what though whenever I like focus more on mobility this is going to be a shocker back feels so much better like my back just feels loose whole body just feels great yeah everything feels so good yeah handstands i want to do like free handstands i want to do free handstand push-ups like where Mm. i'm just doing a handstand and i can do
0: push-ups from the handstand cool you know what i mean yeah yeah i know what you mean one of the actually probably the best thing that I learned, that I still implement to this day when you did my programming in the summer of 2016 was the supersetting of strength work with mobility work that I still use with a lot of clients to this day and and myself, like, yeah. It's really, it helps a lot. Feel Dude. like, why, why feel bad when you could feel good, you know? Dude, we should put that on a shirt. Yeah. Why feel bad?
1: when you could feel maybe that'll be the title of this episode why feel bad when you could feel good just fucking do it
0: i'm going to let you it's pick funny, the title
1: like, but yes that's inner a content members who are like who they're i've had a number of inner circle members over the years say things like ugh like i just don't want to do the mobility work like in between sets i'm like just fucking try it just do it once and then they do it and they're like oh my god I feel so much better. Yeah, I know. And all you were doing was just sitting on your phone, doom scrolling in between sets. And then you decided to do a thoracic extension. And yeah, you feel way better. It's awesome.
0: That's what I want. I love that. All the above. I want to stop scrolling in 2024. I feel like you don't scroll that much. I scroll.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was the most like Seinfeld, I scroll. Uh, It's like George, like, uh, uh. I scroll. Uh, (laughs) I scroll, Jerry. I scroll.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't scroll Instagram. I actually don't ever open it. But I scroll Twitter way too much recently, and I scroll Shorts too much. Yeah. What's the what's like your YouTube feeding you these days? I don't know because I don't actually retain any of the memories because it's too my. If you think of. Cognition as in inputs, creativity, outputs. Mm. I'm just overflowing. Yeah. I should maybe I should start making stuff. But so I'm I'm only retaining one in who knows? One in a hundred. That's the crazy part is you could see like four
1: hundred, and maybe only one or two of them you'll remember. Yeah. Chess. I get
0: chess on there. Uh you get chess shorts. Mm-hmm. Like Magnus Carlsen, like people playing online chess. You just watch them play chess? Well, it's edited. So it's not like, you know, if you think of fitness, like you wouldn't watch someone's whole workout. You'd watch like a very specific thing. Same with same with chess. Watch this checkmate. Oh, watch this checkmate. Yeah. Got it. And so you
1: see like the moves that they make and the moves that the opponent makes in order to lead to the checkmate?
0: Yes. And that's like super interesting. Yeah. A lot of times it is. Yeah. Wow. You're on a different level. I know. I got to quit. It's completely, it's completely unproductive. My algorithm
1: has never even tried to feed me that
0: ever. Uh, (laughs) Poker. I get a lot of poker on my. That makes sense. On my YouTube shorts. But here's the bottom line. I would like to, and I'm starting to wonder, not actually if it's possible, but society seems to be winning the war. (laughs) <laughs> and, we, and we can use a more specific, more specific term than society. Look, they're beating the shit out of you too. Like uh, I've I've seen your screen time. You're no saint. You're in the, you're in there no, doom scrolling. There's a quote. There's a quote from Michael Scott where he's like, "Society is so bad.
1: I don't even consider myself part of society." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, the,
0: I I would like to have better ability in 2024 at controlling my attention and Twitter and shorts specifically are where my, I go mindlessly. I go unintentionally and it zaps time and energy. And I would, I'm I'm even okay with spending time there if it was more intentional. Mm. So where, where do you want to spend your time instead of that? Anywhere else. Thinking- (laughs) (laughs) just not like reading a book that would be prime
1: that would be perfect yeah are there any books that you want to read that are like on your book list
0: for 2024 what's your what's like three of your book lists three of your books for the for 2024 well i don't uh, so i'll just name three that i saw that interested me that i wrote down recently i'm still working my way through the bible but i i'm reading multiple books at the same time um uh, Rick Rubin wrote a book called The Creative Act that I've seen pop up a bunch of times That okay. that is interesting to me. Um, there's a book called Breathe, although I don't think I need to read the book, but it would be a good reminder. By Hickson, Gracie? <laughs> and, and, no, 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 no. Is that called Breathe too? That's great. Is that what uh, that's called? I, I want to say James Nestor, if I remember right. Um, Yeah. The new science of a lost art, breathe, uh, mm. which which is I don't know that I necessarily am going to learn anything new, but a reminder on the importance of uh, intentional breathing. Um, yeah, those were the ones that I had written down. I got a whole bunch of books that I've bought that I haven't read yet either. So just starting with that stack, a little time of nice. Thomas Aquinas, a little uh, back to our our days with Pat. He's tough. Thomas Aquinas, yeah, he's a tough read. Yeah, he's a tough read. Yeah. And well, Naval hypothesizes that you should read whatever you're genuine, like it could be just, it could be, what's that book called with the vampires? I have no idea. It could be, it could be Twilight. Like it can just be whatever. Oh, what you're school interested girls in when you were in high school. Yeah that to, was it that to was make like, yeah. to make reading a habit and fall in love with reading and then you're going to want to read harder stuff so i don't know mm. if uh i don't know if i'm going to make the jump from like uh, you know watching f- people fight in a parking lot on twitter like doom scrolling to reading thomas aquinas I love those there's probably yeah, me too there's probably some <laughs> steps in between but it, it, watching those videos feels like i'm wasting my life yeah but then you could also like try and learn something from them yeah but if like, i wanted oh, okay, to learn if something if i wanted to learn something i'd watch uh i'd watch donna her videos and like go actually apply it and so i'm not watching yeah. them to learn i'm watching them to be entertained my base primal instincts of like what's going to happen here I saw one the other day yeah. where the guy two <laughs> two guys got out of their car to fight and one guy got in the other guy's car and drove <laughs> it away <laughs> And then- That's genius. (laughs) And then the guy who he got out of his car, his wife hopped over because she was in the passenger seat. And took their car? Well, no. And took his, yeah, his own car. Yeah. So then one guy's standing there with no car and and by (laughs) himself. It's classic. That's genius. I love that. Yeah. Unnecessary. No, we didn't learn anything. We don't need that. So intentional use around the cell phone would be optimal for 2024. I like that. What else are you doing besides- splits dude i've been
1: i've been reading uh and by reading i mean listening a lot of audiobooks books while counts. i, while you can I train. reading and uh man i'm really getting into the genre of like what governments are doing and like the government agencies so cia musad all this stuff so i'm i'm deeply embedded right now in this really great book it's called musad It's about the Israeli intelligence agency and man, it's, it's amazing. Like it goes over some of their greatest successes, some of their greatest failures, like greatest embarrassments. Um, it's really incredible. And so I'm, I think I want to get into
0: some of that stuff and also a lot of, uh, get into it. You mean read more books or like get involved in the industry, read more read more books. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to get
1: involved in the intelligence. Especially the more I read, the less I want to get involved. You'd be good at it though. In what? Like being a spy?
0: I don't really know, just the whole industry. <laughs> You'd be
1: great at all of it. <laughs> some of these spy stories are nuts, dude. Like some of these spy stories are things that things that you like you would it, I couldn't imagine sitting around a table of like, all right, we're going to try and figure out how to conduct this mission. And then someone suggests one of these things. Like, these top high-level spies going into enemy territory dressed as women. And, like, they, they've they got wigs on. And they've got – you're just, like, things that you would see in a, a shitty movie. But it's, like, it's real. It's absolutely wild, the stuff that they do. Um, so, no, I don't think I have the chutzpah to, to do that stuff. But
0: um, – I commend you. I want to get more involved in that stuff. You've what? really you've really done some damn you've done you've made some real strides repairing your dopamine system. The fact that you're listening to these books during your workouts instead of doom scrolling is very impressive. Dude, it's my favorite
1: it's one of my favorite parts of the day. Like I work out I've been working out at night and so from like seven after we put my daughter down. I just go in the garage for like two or two and a half hours, and I just do mobility and cardio and strength, and I just put it on the speaker. It's amazing. It's my favorite part of just like getting my alone time in the day, and mm. I was talking to my wife about it. I would ideally like to do it earlier in the morning rather than later at night, mm-hmm. but whatever. It is what it is. I'm getting it done. That's all that matters. So, uh, but yeah. Do you have pre-workout
0: before? No. Do you nope. have caffeine? Nothing? No. Wow. Why do you want to do it in the no. morning instead of at night? Because if I do it in the morning,
1: like if I was to say wake up at like 5, like a real savage, wake up at 5, start my workout by 5:30, be done by like 7:30. My daughter usually wakes up around 8 or 8:30. So I'd still have time to do my normal stuff like and, and then I would be set, I think, to be a little bit more productive in the morning right now i'm more productive at night mm. and i just think for my i think at for night, me at night
0: post workout
1: uh yes mm-hmm. correct and i think it'd be better if i did it in the day just like from an optimal perspective but uh either way we're getting it done now what so time, like, what I, time it's fine.
0: You, what time would you have to go to bed to wake up
1: at 5 a.m. every day
0: that's the thing i'd
1: probably have to go to bed at like
0: 9 why Why would it be better to do your workout and work in the morning compared to your workout and work at night? There's just something about it. Uh, yeah, I think I
1: would rather th- – There's something about when I know I'm going to work out at night, which I do almost every night, I do something, where you, st- even though I'm not taking pre-workout, I still have to get in the mindset for it a mm-hmm. little bit. Like where by like 5 or 6 p.m., I have to start being like, cause I'm, I get that, you know, five or 6 PM, a little bit tiredness, like I think everybody does. And I have to actively say, okay, but I still got to work out. I still got to work out. Whereas if I just do it in the morning, it's done for the day. And I can have that natural decline without the eventual ramp up again. Mm-hmm. And I would rather not have that ramp up where, and, it, and I'm not, I'm deliberately not taking caffeine or pre-workout, um, because I don't want to have that the excess stimulus But still, I would like to just, once 5, 6 p.m. comes, let the natural tiredness come and sort of just get enveloped in it as opposed to, all right,
0: let's crank up again. You're you're really reading books. You said demarcation point and enveloped in this podcast. Dude, adjudicate is a word that I heard yesterday. We all all need to get on Jordan's level immediately, all of us. (laughs) I don't care if you do the splits, to be honest. Like that part – yeah, do it if you want. We're not coercing anyone. Oh, I want but, to. But reading books and spending less time on social media, this is maybe the first time ever I've felt one degree competitive with you. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna shatter this thing today. Not actually. Uh do you think that you glamorize early mornings because of your like college experience? Or do you think this is you're truly being logical around uh, you know, it would just be better for you from a energy and like a day-to-day cyclical perspective.
1: I think it would be better for me. And it's,
0: yeah, I just think it would be better for me.
1: It's not something that I spend time being upset about, or I just, I think that changing the habit to getting up and, and getting my, starting my workout by five thirty, if I'm, if I'm trying to if I'm being logical out how my day could be more optimal and already, I think my day is very, very good as I have a very good daily schedule, but I think it could be better if there was one shift. Cause I spend the majority of the morning from when my daughter wakes up until like 11, I just hang out with her all morning, which is the best. I love that. And I, I wouldn't change that. The only difference is I would like to get my workout in before that. Mm. And so that way, cause like, then I could do like my morning prayers and not feel rushed. And I could uh, be, I I just think it would be a better, a better, uh, there'd be a slight more optimization in my day and I wouldn't have to crank back up at night. That's literally it. That's where I think if I could make one change, that would be it. So we do want to get a dog though. And so we're, we're looking at that. And I told my wife, like walking the dog would be my responsibility like I would just do the dog walking, and uh, you got to get especially with a puppy. You got to get up. So I'm like, man, if we get the dog, I'm gonna be up early no matter what. So that might be the be the uh, impetus.
0: Hang on to really are you get it going?
1: I know that you. And I'm your not wife. getting a dog, so I wake up early. I'm not doing that.
0: What percentage We've wanted, wanted a distra- dog for a while? I know. I know you've wanted a dog for a long time, but what percentage of wanting the dog has to do with the dog will wake me up? Zero, zero. That's just me looking 3, at waking 3%? up
1: early as a benefit. Zero. Okay. Because right. no, no, it's zero. Because dude, you know we want we almost got a dog. We tried to get a dog when we were in New York, yeah, many years ago. No, I remember. And we've we wanted we to run for a while. Close. We we really just wanted to wait until we had this this yard now. And Space. so now I'm just looking at that as a as a benefit of having the dog after we decided we wanted it, which is like, oh well, cool. Now I'll just be able I'll get up early anyway because I have to. I got to take that dog out.
0: Yeah the same kind of dog you were going to get before no
1: so i would vishla is like my dream dog but we're, we're actually looking at a golden retriever
0: mm.
1: which is just like the classic all american, american. Uh-huh. yeah 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 i love golden retrievers they do shed a lot but um yeah i love golden retrievers so that's what we're looking at right now that's my cool. wife's cousin has three and she really convinced us cool yeah
0: you want a dog not right now. Right now I just need to get off my phone. That's my primary focus. Increase the cardio. What, what type of book genre do you like the most? Honestly, uh, that I like the most. Yeah. I haven't read it for a long time, but self-help was always. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Do you have a favorite author or a couple? Now, there's probably random books I could pull that I maybe maybe we'll do a whole episode on that. That'll be good. We'll Forty-eight a, we'll laws. We'll do a books episode. Uh, the Forty-Eight Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I've I've read the first I don't know, fifty or a hundred pages, but no, that's not on my, it's not on my list. I What's actually on, re- I actually really like the book he did with Fifty Cent. So it's called the Fiftieth Law about 50 cent story that that was oh, i didn't know that. my favorite robert green book yeah oh wow we'll do it we'll do a books episode but i gotta get my sea legs under me because we only have one reader on the podcast as of right now now two readers we'll see 2024 we're back at you next week with a more planned episode this is a little fun in between the holidays late 2023 thank you for listening jordan you have anything to say any parting words for the year? Do we have uh, do we have another episode to do about building your business? Absolutely, but
1: I didn't have it in me today. Yeah, 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 just wanted to check. I was like, wait, did we finish
0: that series? I don't think so. So we'll do that. We'll we'll finish that series up. How to build your business twenty twenty four. Thanks for listening. If uh, you feel so inclined, please leave a five star review. Happy New Year. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Weekly uploads. See you next year. <laughs> well, no, because weekly uploads. Well, sure. Oh, wait, no, they get this. It'll be. That's okay. You'll get, from, you, uh, get the point. you get From us in 2023 it. to you in 2024, and we'll be back next week. Have a great day. See you soon. See ya.